Okay, this is Jill Solo. Uh, you're listening to the podcast called I Believe What. I'm sitting in the sunlight in my van with uh, a thunderstorm rolling in, and I'm hoping to catch that as this podcast goes because fuck yeah, I love thunder. You? Anyway, obviously I'm sick. I've been sick for the past three days. Um, <coughs> my voice is even more raspy. I kind of like it. And uh, I, I have been deliberating on this latest topic just because last week I recorded it and I walked into a grocery store and ran into... Uh, a Christian ex-friend unfortunately um, I chose to unfriend by Facebook but she already chose to unfriend me a long time ago which was when my marriage fell apart and I stopped speaking to my parents and I don't know if my my parents got in touch with her or what but I'm sorry if my voice is really low. I'll try to <clears throat> try to talk a little higher. Hey, yo. Uh, so, uh, I I was deliberating on on posting this because it's pretty damn offensive. And when I was standing in the grocery store talking to my 23-year-old, uh, we were just like I was telling her, you know, how I felt about it the subject and she was laughing and I turned to a voice saying there you are super loudly and I was like what and I turn around see who this is who's who's shouting at me in the middle of a grocery store there you are like she's my mother and um and then it's her and I was like oh hey and, and she's like, how are you? With this really scary smile on. Her face is being, being very still. You know, she's holding her own right now. She's she's totally prepared and in the mode. But um, the scary face was on. The, the fake smile, the wide eyes, the wonder. And it's different now that I've got a, an awakening of the mind that I can see lies a whole lot better. I don't know how to explain it, but I've become enlightened to shit that people plaster on. Like this gut on my gut, this belly on my gut, that is from my ignorant mind, the, the mindless munching on chips with hummus in the kitchen without even knowing I'm doing it. And not, not just munching on like one or two. This is like eat till the belly is full, slap shut, walk away, and then I'm like, oh man, my stomach hurts. I wonder why. Well, dude, you just ate. Anyway, okay, so yeah, I, I saw her face. She flipped out inside. I saw it, and I was like, just cool with her. Hey, I'm good. Actually, I'm not really good, but I knew she didn't want to know. I knew it. <laughs> it was crazy, and I had this urge. I loved her. I still love her. I had this great urge to go towards her and hug her and I took a step forward and I saw her lips tighten and her eyes 
focus on my feet coming toward her and I saw her hands gripping the the cart, the stroller, dolly, whatever you want to call it. And um, she, it was like, don't you dare. <laughs> and she doesn't even know that I make this podcast. So that fucking, that's great. Because if she heard this, that'd be fucking amazing. But anyway, the love for me and her, of her, felt like, don't. And then I felt sad. And then I thought about how hurt she would be because she really loves Jesus. How hurt she would be that I would speak like this about her Savior that gives her so much peace and love in her mind. I mean, it's such a delusion, but but it's true. It's how she truly feels. I know her. I know her well. I, I was very good, for, close friends with her after she left her husband and then came back, you know, and I was, I was a good influence to her because I had still been with my husband, even though he had done some shit, you know, so for her to be with me, it was good. And now that I'm not with my husband, that is bad. So I remind her of who she wants to be. So she cannot be friends with me. And that hurts. That hurts that the friendship is broken because of what she believes. You know, it isn't because of anything that I've done. But anyway, the topic here, I'm sorry, is a bromance. I'm sorry for the long introduction, but you needed to know a few things, okay? So this bromance involves the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I I have this, this ego voice. I don't know what it is, but inside the ex- Christian in me is like, or the Christian in me is like, don't say it, don't mock him, you know, it's uh, pretty ingrained from nine years old on, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty hard to not fight that voice, so it is in the year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, okay, imagine, imagine you live in this town, and Jesus and his, or, I mean, I'm sorry. Imagine you lived in this town, and Joseph and his pregnant girlfriend get on. They, he puts her on a fucking donkey, and they get the fuck out of Moses' land, right? And they're gone. And then the king. They don't know about this. The king gets word. What? Somebody said the king of the Jews is. Is are you Jerusalem is going to be born? All right. Well, then have all these babies killed. Anybody who has a baby between this time and this time, kill it. So yeah, no babies, no babies from three three years in the time Jesus was born. So no kids from ages one to six. No boys in the town. Jesus comes strolling into town with mom and dad. Hmm, ain't nobody his age. Anyway, why doesn't this boy, I'm sorry, he's 32, he's a boy, anyway, why doesn't this boy do carpentry like his dad does? Who is this guy? He's just walking around town and he's like hanging out with bros and hanging out with hookers and hanging out with you know, the tax gatherers. And what the hell? Let's zoom in on those bros. 
Okay, now we got to back up some. So, Jesus hasn't come back to his hometown yet. Jesus is out searching for dudes. And he finds one and he says, hey, you, you want to go with me? Follow me. And that guy does. That's weird. Okay. And then another guy, two guys, they're both brothers. They're out on a boat with their dad, elderly man. Because, yeah, they're like in their 30s too. I'm, I'm a, No, they couldn't be. They'd be in the... Well, it doesn't say where he got them from, so I don't know. Or maybe I just never paid attention enough. It wasn't that interesting. But when he picked up all these guys, they left their single elderly dads behind. That is, like, truly offensive. Who's going to take care of your dad? Who's going to be taking him out fishing every day? And when he wipes out, who's going to pick him up and help him? Okay, so these dudes leave their dad. Fuck you, dad. You know you gave me everything, but fuck you. And dad's like, wait, sons? Wait, both of you? You know, and they leave. <coughs> so they're following Jesus around. And they're saying to everybody in the towns, you know, as they're getting to each town, hey, you got to hear about this guy. This guy's name is Jesus. You know, like, talking him up right and come on this sounds like you know a little bit of charlatan going on anyways jesus comes into the towns and people are like oh wow well he comes back home and people are like huh <laughs> there's no boys in our town this age how do these boys all right what the fuck so they see them as privileged schmoes next thing they're not living in their own rented hut. You know, they don't have their own place. They're just shacking up with different people. And mind you, church people, Jesus was staying at women's houses. Come on. He was eating with women. He was sitting with women. They weren't dressed to the nines. They didn't know who he was. He was not saying no sp spaghetti straps dear missies. Nothing nothing thinner than the width of three fingers. What? Are those the three fingers, oh father, that you're going to insert into me? Oh god. Sorry, that was very feminist of me. Anyway, the patriarchy fucking sucks and we need to get some equality here going but that's my opinion and I don't know I'm pretty opinionated on truth <laughs> anyway so these bros come walking in into Jesus's hometown and they start doing shit like come on picking on the Sabbath <laughs> what Okay, uh, what else they do? They, they, uh, well, you know, they were around saying that Jesus was the son of God, right? So the, the bigwigs, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that's what they're called. And they come down and they're like, Jesus, what do you know? And he's like, well, I know this and I know that. And they're like, okay, well, how about this? Why do people say use I'm sorry, I sound so wrong, but I love this accent and I love to do it, but 
you know, how about, how about I tell you, are you the son of God? And Jesus is like, am I the son of God? Are you the son of God? You know, like giving them the slip. Come on. This is crazy. Uh, asking, asking questions. And then he's like, verily, verily, I say unto you, <laughs> you know, like, I'm just like the bee's knees and, and I'm the shit. Now listen to what I've got to say. Hello, any Christians out there, you would not accept this man into your flock right now. You wouldn't, you couldn't. He would be an asshole. So yeah, then he's, he's, he's like deflecting all their questions. And then, then he knows all the shit. Cause this guy did some studying. Jesus had been studying. He probably like, he was out in Tibet or something. I, I imagine he, he hit yin yang in his head and opened his third eye and, and he was, that's why he was glowing and shit. Dude was pumped with knowledge. And he was interested. So whenever he saw the Pharisees and the Sadducees doing the shit they said God said not to do, he'd point it out. And one time he showed up at the temple and they were selling stuff. God, I, I don't even know. I think, like, isn't it, weren't they even doing uh, sex trafficking? I mean, wasn't it? pretty damn offensive and wouldn't any righteous human being Christian or not be pissed if they saw like that going on in an orphanage or, or a children's hospital you know like wouldn't you get that pissed so yeah Jesus probably did lose his shit because that's some bullshit going on um I just I I I think Jesus, if he was a real guy, which it sounds like historically he was, dude knew, dude figured it out, dude said, hey, I am not God, I'm the son of God, you know, and he and I are one, and he lives in me, and I in he, you know, and it's like, come to... <laughs> Dalai Lama, he fucking hit the jackpot on what life really is. And he understood it and tried to share it with men. But they hadn't evolved yet. And we who understand that Christianity and religion all together is just a way that we've, our ancestors used to understand the world around us. Now we have science that can show us the world the world around us. And it, as far as mysteries go, it stays the same for both. You know, like we cannot figure out what starts life. Neither one of us can. You say it's God. We say we don't know. It's the same. It's an answer. It doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. It's just what it is. But <clears throat> back to Jesus I'm sorry. I digress. I like to preach. Um, Jesus, Jesus was a goody two-shoes. And he was showing everybody what was right and what was wrong. And, and just like piercing people's hearts, making them go, whoa. You know, like 
why did he just say that? I'm I'm just a tax gatherer. This is my job. What the fuck? Why are you making me feel bad? And Jesus would be like, why are you making everybody else feel bad? And tax man would be like, dude, you're making me, you know, feel worse. I'm going to kill you. You can just imagine how pissed off they must have been. Okay. So, yeah, they killed him. And that might just be a lesson to the, to the enlightened ones, you know, like me, I, I, I have a tendency to just say a little bit too much and shit, if I said something, you know, to a boss or something about what I can observe on people now that I have an awakening they would think that I was thinking I was higher and mightier than them. And inside my heart, I go, you're being haughty. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be. It's not like that. It's, I mean, I am them. I am me. I am, you know, I am also God. I am all three. It's mind, body, soul. It's all, yeah. I don't know if everybody's enlightened. I might be talking on my ass here. I'm sorry. But yeah. I didn't really make that into a comedy. Like I wanted to. Like my heart wanted it to be really funny. But, you know, I can get on with the bromance a bit more. Because there is bromance that I'm supposed to be getting to, isn't there? I told you there was a bromance. So what the fuck is wrong with me? I need to quit smoking weed so often. Uh, that's not often so no I'm not going to not smoke weed it's such a delightful herb uh <coughs> yeah they you know hanging around Jesus hanging around hanging around these guys guys are like Ooh, that guy on the beach is calling us I think he likes me and the other brother's like, no, oh man, he likes me, not you. They get up on, you know, to the shore, swimming as hard as they can. Jesus is like, hey, I'll take you both. And they're like, yippee! Still likes me better. Shut up, butthole. You know, and then Jesus is like, hey, Satan walked be sat behind me, you know, like showing them, you know, there is religion. There is religion, remember? You guys had religion. You're not animals. You don't have to call each other buttholes. Why don't you treat each other like equals? Quit treating one like, you know, like just be equals. And so anyways, they're hanging out together. And, and I can only imagine these dudes just fucking fell in love with Jesus because he was sweet. He was handsome and he was not white. Cut it out. Anybody would say that stupid shit. He was beautiful. He, you know... Like, just came from a virgin? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus was a bastard, okay? Unless, wait, no, Joseph married her. But we don't know for, you know, because, like, she, she fucking had, you know. There has to be some perfection in a woman there, because... Because women are wonderful, that's why. Okay? And in that time, it was wrong to get pregnant. 
when you weren't married. And what was really weird was it was okay to get pregnant when you were on your way to get married, you know? Because <laughs> she and he went alone on that trip. I'm going back to Moses and Joseph, or sorry, Joseph and Mary. I put it together. Moses. Moseph. It's Moseph. Joseph and Mary. <laughs> I can't do it the other way, so don't try to ask. Um, yeah, dude was hot. All the all the ladies, all the ladies, you know, like, not just the single ladies, but all the ladies were going, watching him, following him. Even his mom was watching, which is cool, because she loved him. That is so cool. And, and then all this stuff goes on, and he, he goes with his buddies, and they go through the woods, because they heard of some new band named John the Baptist, and they show up on this, like, riverbed, like, knoll into, it's like, so Lord of the Rings looking, just imagine it, and, um, it's beautiful, they come down the knoll, down the hill, whatever, whatever, and down to the riverbed, Jesus comes up to, to John the Baptist, and, like, they knew each other, man, they knew each other from birth, because they both were enlightened, and Jesus is like, hey, Moses, and Moses inside of, uh, John the Baptist says, yo, Jesus, I knew you were coming, and Jesus is like, I know you knew I was coming, man, come on, why don't we do this thing? You know, and then, of course, you know, Jesus, Jesus and John the Baptist go and do their thing. And I'm sure something beautiful happened because being dunked in water is a very amazing. When I was baptized, I was, she's 10. And I, I had had an orgasm by 10. And I thought it felt like that when I got baptized. I thought it felt so fucking phenomenal, so wonderful, that I went over to my best friend's house, and we baptized each other in her little pool in the backyard to have that feeling happen over and over again. Fuck yeah. So maybe I need to go out and do some baptizing, because that shit feels good. Taking a shower with salt water you know, like scrubbing the salt into your body and then rinsing off, doing the coarse stuff, that makes you feel really, really refreshed and it's uh kinda cool. So now I'm I'm wondering if I I ought to my podcasts together because I have another one too and I'm considering maybe I will do that (coughs) excuse me (coughs) so uh, I think I just might do that that's pretty cool Um, I don't know how to do it but I'll I'll figure it out anyway yeah Jesus would have been like uh, fucking gorgeous and had his baptism experience and then everybody was like dude did you see that shit what happens when two enlightened people get baptized i gotta know like is this the new like do i need to yeah (laughs) like now i might need to um 
I have this urge to fucking get going and do it, and I don't know where I can do it, because it's only May in the north. It's cold out. Yeah, it's... Damn. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... After everybody left there, like, the loving went, went hardcore, like, the, the, they were meeting each other with holy kisses, Mwah. hey baby, you know, like, it's not, it's not nothing, it's something wonderful, it isn't, it isn't offensive, but to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, thinking about, uh, the stories of Sodom and Gomorrah, they probably got really pissed. Although they don't say in the books that they were accused of that, I would strongly suggest that is not true. I would think wholeheartedly people were judging those dudes left and right for everything wrong they were doing because, you know, anyhow, um, Bible was written by the winners, so we're not going to find out what the losers got. And, uh, <coughs> unless there's some other book somewhere else, maybe you know of it. You could email me at jillbelieveswhat at gmail.com. Um, no question mark there, by the way. It's just all one word. Uh, if you... If you think about them hanging out from house to house to house, hanging out with women, hanging out with men, um, feeding whole groups of people, you know, I just don't think that it's impossible to manifest shit yet, you know, like, I, I don't know, I don't know if he could or couldn't, there's, there's, possibilities that using manifestation or visualization or just goal setting they're all the same and they basically you you think of what you want and you work as hard as you can to get it and you get it it happens and you know who knows who knows who knows if he was able to feed extra people by manifesting it or magically deliciousing it. I wish I would have said that right. That would have been funny. Anyway, um, when, you know, he was, he was out there on the water walking in the storm, like, I, yeah, I don't know. See, I don't believe enough. I didn't believe that even when I was a Christian. I was like, ah. I don't even know how that's possible, even though I totally believe in God, but, you know, I just, then again, you know, like, I have, I've had a little experience where a, a bottle of, like, wonderful perfumed oil has lasted for what felt like a century, you know, I was just like, fuck, this thing never empties, and then the next day it emptied, you know? I had had it for years. It, it's, uh, it's not that I manifested it. it. I manifested it by, well, it is, because I loved it so much. And then when I worried that it wasn't going to be there anymore, it was gone. Man. Anyway, 
don't doubt your shit, man. Just keep focused and you'll be getting shit that you want as long as you believe it's coming to you, as long as you believe it's already yours. It's, you know, Tony Robbins is saying this shit. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think explaining how I've come to my current religion if you will, which isn't a religion, it's just a life, it's, it's a, a way of living, has altered so dramatically from fixating on someone else being always there for me, because I needed that, because I was a needy child, but once you become an adult, you don't, you don't need anybody else. You don't even need God. It's not It's not the Bible God. It is you. You have the power to manifest shit. You have the power to do shit. It's, it's there. You are the magic man. You are. You just need to know it. You need to believe it. And then it's yours. And I... I'm having a hard time doing it myself, but I've got, I've got all the belief in the world that it's the truth. So, yeah, Jesus was this asshole walking around telling everybody how they were doing shit wrong, and, and you know, they killed him. They killed him. You know, of course the Romans didn't find anything wrong with them. And they were like, hey man, what's up with you? Why are you acting like this? Why why, why did Jews want to kick your ass? What'd you do? And he's like, hey, all I am is just a humble servant. Yeah, I'm just a nice guy. I'm just trying to get by in this world and they won't get off my shit. And they're like, ah, it seems like a good guy to me. Too bad they want to crucify him because uh, we can't stop it if they do. And that's what they did. It's so crazy. So, yeah, I maybe I opened your eyes today. Maybe. Maybe you already knew this shit, and I'm just an idiot that just figured it out. I didn't just figure it out, but it just came open for me. Uh, just the, the thought. I've met Christians that acted like Jesus. I have been a Christian that acted like Jesus. And people didn't like me. <laughs> they were just like, you what? Eat organically? You you what? You homeschool your children? What? You, you what? You have let the Lord be in control of your womb? What? You what? You've put your finances in God's hands? You what? You what? You know, like, they can't believe how much faith that I had in my God that I could do all these things and I didn't swear and I wasn't fat and my kids were cute and I mean I probably pissed off more people than I know I I didn't even know I was any of that shit until I finally snagged a friend and she came over and she saw that I was not perfect and then suddenly she was like oh my gosh your house is so adorable. It's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, your house is so spotless and perfect and fucking even your bras are folded and so are your panties. 
you're a cunt and I hate you. You're better than me. You know, even though I still loved everything else about her, that pissed the fuck off at, out of me. That she was so, so consumed with making everything perfect. Everything ready for if the movie cameras came in. You know, I just hated it. But I loved everything about her otherwise. And, uh... I think it drove her nuts that I was, according to her, married to a good-looking man. I wasn't. But anyway. Well, he was for a while there, and then he got fat and shit, but <laughs> sorry. No. Um, it, it's, uh, it's, for me right now, it's hard for me to look back at photos of him and feel anything but disgust and pity because he fucked my life up yeah he did and and I put a lot of that on him because he deserves it he honestly chose all this shit for himself but I do believe that even if I would have stayed with his stupid ass I would have come to this awakening and I would have left him in the dust because I was awakening then and it was it was I didn't smoke pot I instead I drank and drinking is is it just causes depression and it causes stomach problems I was miserable and so I was more focused on how bad I felt all the time than I could notice everything else around me, and I don't even know what topic I was getting on, but I'm getting way off topic, and now you're hearing all this shit about me. Anyway, you don't need to know all this shit. This is where I need to stick to the funny story of the bromance, but if you're interested, that's cool too. If you want to hear more, yeah, I want to hear it. If we want to hear what I would what you want me to talk about um you want me to you want me to tell a story of a bromance and and really juice this shit up would you what what bromance would you like to hear about um what was i saying about if i oh if i would have stayed with my ex-husband i would have been awakened i would have come to this realization that all this religion was bullshit and i would have left his ass again anyways whatever and I would be in the same position I am in right now. It wouldn't matter. Whatever route I took, I still would have come to this place. And I would have come to this place where I know I can make a living for myself. I can manifest anything I need. I don't need God. There's some thunder. And some crows going ape shit on an orange cat just walked through the neighborhood <laughs> and then there's some doofus down the street i'm seeing him in my mirror fucking sweeping the sidewalk with a metal a metal broom i should watch this <laughs> i hope they don't get struck i would fucking shit oh my god just go inside lady you really need to sweep your sidewalk so furiously. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah.
Jesus, you make them feel pissed off. You make me feel mad about me. You make me feel mad about the way I feel inside and the way I feel about myself, and I don't like that. So you better stop it. You better stop it now before I beat your ass up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, come here, come here, I'm gonna hit you in the nose. Come here, Jesus, you make me mad. And then Jesus goes tearing off into the woods. Holy shit, that guy's gonna kick my ass. I shouldn't have said that last thing. Oh, it's just so obvious. Oh, wow, there's a big flash of lightning, and somebody's just rolling by in a wheelchair. What the fuck? <coughs> oh, that's, like, right over his fucking head. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm out in the van down by the river, and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it with the window open, but I you might hear some stomach rumbles too because I'm kind of hungry for breakfast. There was one. Um. Hum dum dum dee dum hum dum dum dee dum I'm so rumbly in my tumbly. Hmm. Time to munch an early luncheon. Hum dum dee dum dum day. Alright, so, if you like Winnie the Pooh, that was for you. And, uh, I think I'm gonna let you guys go, because I'm gonna get on with my day, and I hope you enjoyed this little bromance, and a whole lot of more, and so much more than I meant to say, but I hope it was entertaining, and fuck you if it wasn't. <laughs>